You're listening to today's inspirational message on the book of Titus with Kay Warheit. This is Kurt Bjorklund. Welcome to Five Good Minutes. Today we're considering Titus 2 and Kay Warheit, who has served as Director of Women's Ministry at our Wexford campus and Connections at our Butler campus, will be leading our thinking and conversation today and is part of just a great staff team here at Orchard Hill. Enjoy today. I don't think there's a person on earth who hasn't had a time where they felt discouraged or they lacked confidence in something they were doing or they needed. And then someone has come along in our life that gave us words, whether they gave it to us in person or they texted them, or we read a scripture or a passage that provided just the right amount of confidence that we needed to go on. That's pretty much how we can imagine these letters from Paul, how they were to the new missionaries for Christ in the New Testament. To be honest, it wasn't too long ago that I realized that the title of Living Word, the Living Word, that was the name of the Bible I used when I first uh, came to Christ. The Living Word actually brings life. It is alive. When we read the Word, it is alive. These words were um, like a, a, a... glass of fresh cold water to a thirsty soul, to Titus, as well as to us today, 2,000 years later. In Titus 2.1, it's a continuation of Paul's letter to Titus, and Titus was a missionary on the beautiful island of Crete. Paul's words of encouragement and truth were to build up the faith of Titus, and then consequently to build up the faith of those whom Titus served in the church. Paul was Titus's mentor, And we can only imagine that any communication from Paul was so anticipated. It's hard for us to understand that because we have instant news on the internet or on our iPhones. There were merchants on this island, men and women, business owners, sailors, fishermen of all ages. All walks might have passed before Titus in his daily life. And Paul is encouraging him to know the truth preach the sound doctrine of the gospel, but most importantly, live it out. With all that we have today, we can use these scriptures and look at them ourselves in the same way. Titus 2.1, you must teach what is in accord with sound doctrine. And Titus 2.7 and 8, in everything, set them, those with whom you share the gospel, an example of doing what's good. In your teaching, show integrity, seriousness, and soundness of speech that cannot be condemned so that those who oppose you may be ashamed because they have nothing bad to say about us, those who believe in Christ Jesus as our Savior. First, let me share a story. Years ago, a preschool mom told me about her daughter. She was on the, her, she was on the treadmill and her daughter was trying to coax the family cat to go outside. The frustrated little preschooler begged her mom to make the cat go out. The mom pointed her finger at the little girl and said, you let that cat know who's in charge. The little girl got down to the cat's level, pointed her finger at the cat's face and said, cat, mommy's in charge. It was obviously that that, it was obvious that little girl knew who the final authority was in their house. Well, I tell that story because that's how I read the first words of Titus 2, along with verses 7 and 8. Paul is reminding Titus, remember God's in charge. We have sound doctrine. You are in charge of sharing the truth on that island, and you will show it in your life 
as well as by being an example of your teaching. Like that preschooler who was clear on who was in charge, Paul's reminding Titus, be clear. And to display that with sound teaching. That sound teaching phrase is footnoted in the NIV Bible is teaching that promotes spiritual health and which requires conduct consistent with the teaching professed. Teaching that promotes spiritual health, which requires conduct, your behavior consistent. Today we might say, practice what you preach. We can only imagine maybe on that island it was a tough crowd. And Titus was reminded that his words were to come from the truth, capital T, which is found in the gospel. That Jesus the Messiah had arrived, showed mankind the God of love, who's also called Father God. God, and whose desire it is for us to know that he's loving and just. Share that good news with the gospel that Jesus gave his love on the cross, and then walk out that faith in your own daily life. Titus and all of us are to practice what we preach, live our life with integrity. Psalm ninety twelve says, teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Teach us to live each day in the truth to share the words, and to live it out in our actions so that no one can find fault in our lives or in what we say. Like a drink of fresh, cool water to thirsty souls, this teaching is for us today as well. We thank you, Father, for those who come before us in sharing and teaching and living out the truth that our God loves us, our God desires for us to know him and love him, beginning with the gospel. Thank you, Lord that you are still in charge and we can live confidently in you. Thanks for joining us here today. There's a lot of great content to explore on Orchard Hill Plus and on the Orchard Hill main feed from the weekend. Have a great day.